<laughs> Welcome. Oh boy. Welcome, everyone. Ah, what'd you just do, John? I turned the wrong thing. Did it record that wrong thing? I touched it. I didn't. I shouldn't have oh, touched no. it. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Weekly Games Chat. I am peaking. Yeah, oh, yeah. In a way. I like that, a good peak. Oh, it's picking up. There we go. What does that now mean? It's the headphones. Yeah. That's just volume this? on that. Yeah. Hey, this isn't our first show. All of our equipment, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, is crashing. It is like almost two years old. Yeah, and we're, yeah. We're, I don't think that's what it is. This, these things don't go bad. Right here? That'll no. point at the mixer? Could be the mics. They stay solid. The mics, they have no reason to go bad. You change wires. You change adapters. That, that's fine. But you don't start saying this tank right here. True. It Maybe might... we'll change hosts. I mean. What does that mean? Yeah. Does that mean I'm out? <laughs> I'm not going to give you the satisfaction. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> you can't fire me. So am I the only one who went and saw John Wick this week? Yes. Yeah. Wow. I was sick. Wow. I, uh, it all settled in my chesticles. Ouch. I, 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 Yeah, you are because I DJed uh, three times in three days, which is fantastical. Um, and also celebrated my wife. Your wife. Thanks, John. Yeah, your wife. <laughs> she had a birthday. So, so how actually, much? she didn't have a birthday. I celebrated my wife coming home from leaving me your for wife. a week when she went out of town on business. Wink. <laughs> so it was your wife's birthday. No, it was no. Uh, it was the little one's birthday. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. And I fixed it. I'm you trying to fix it right now. My wife, and then I, I was, said coming home from her business trip. Yeah, I went. Yeah, good. I went Sunday <laughs> to uh, to go see John Wick. Yeah, and, you did. And like. I thought about sending the invite to you, and then I remembered. Like, I think, I think someone told me, like, that, like, who was talking to you about doing something? It might have been Jeff. Uh, like, where you guys had talked about something, and then, like, you know, and then he said, like, but he's got a thing. Tinley's birthday on. Uh, I think uh, what we were talking to Jeff about, Jeff, friend of the show. Mm-hmm. He's got him a new toy. Oh, yeah, man, it looks good too. Pretty. And we uh we were gonna. I, at least I was trying to make it to where I could, you know, ride. He looks <laughs> so good straddling it. it let's yeah. just leave it there, huh? I, ride straddling it looks good. He let me ride it. Did he really? No. Oh. I wrapped my arms around his waist I, just to test it out a little. <laughs> I dream nice. about it was nice. letting me. It was nice. It was very nice. I dream every week about letting me ride it. What? Anyways, uh, John Wick. How was it? Solid. It was pretty good. Yeah, solid. That's that's a great trilogy. Yeah, apparently a so. Film. I, I uh, and now apparently there's going to be a fourth one. That's what I was going to say. Apparently, they don't care to for the people who haven't watched it yet because they're like, hey, there's going to be a fourth one. Does that mean John Wick lives? I don't know. It's going to be really weird when John Wick's <laughs> when John he, Wick's not in it. Yeah, John Wick four. Starring no, Lance Riddick. No John Wick. Well, Aiden Aiden asked me again last weekend uh, if he could see John Wick. The first one? Oh. Yeah. Do you know why he now wants to see John Wick? Oh, because of Fortnite. Because it's in Fortnite. I guess. How old is he? Uh, 13. I mean, I, it's definitely, of R-rated films, it's not the worst thing that Look, I a saw, child could I saw seen. Terminator when I was 10 years old. Yeah. But, you know... All parents are different. Clarissa is just a little bit more strict with that stuff. So, I mean, I mean there's there's some PG thirteen stuff that you know, yeah. she doesn't look. There's some there's some of, because of the mature nature of what they discuss or what the content entails. There there are NBA <clears throat> stars. There are books. There are horses, and in 
there there are Game of Thrones actors. There's what? everything in this movie. Oh. And then there's old uh, Ian I, McShane. I didn't know where he was going with it either. I didn't either. Ian McShane's always solid. I don't want to spoil any of it before because you're just going to be like, that just happened. Yeah, don't say another word. Yeah, I'm yeah. not. Yeah, yeah. Let's just spoil Game of I'll, Thrones instead so we can talk about how bad it was. I'm going to see it this weekend. Um, my Must buddy Adam's in town for a while, so oh. we're going to go see it. I wasn't going to ask you to go. you are welcome to join us. Well, I was, I'm going to probably, mm. in case we go out of town for the Memorial Day weekend, I'm going to try to go watch it one day after work. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the other big thing this week, of course. We are in a world yeah, now where... the Golden State win the five straight playoffs. I know. I feel so, I mean, so bad. <laughs> so bad for uh, for Portland. So bad. Portland, like, led that... I think, like they said, like, led those games a combined... 17, like 80, 18, 17. It was, like, 80% of the time. Yeah. And they, they were leading. They in, yeah. Look, you're streaming last night like you do every Monday. Where we end up... So being, many issues. And we, yeah, you, you had a fun, you know, night. And uh, as we're getting off of the stream and saying goodbye on Discord, uh, Chris goes, well, I'm just going to go watch uh, Golden State. And Portland looks like they're going to pull this one out. They're about like 15 or 11. Yeah. And then he goes, uh, 10. Nine. And I was then, like, here we go again. <laughs> so by the time I hang up with him, walk into my living room, uh, I got me a bowl of Frosted Flakes. No milk. I just ate them dry, John. Great. A little snack. I love and, a good Frosted Flake. Right. And I just watch it. I watch it happen. Yeah. The Golden State Warriors just do what they do. And then they're the five straight NBA Finals appearances. The only or the last time that's been done was like the 60s with the Celtics. So they yeah. captured the Iron Throne. Is that what you're saying? Uh, speaking of Alabama. You know, it's funny, though. <laughs> Nick Saban had uh, hip surgery. I'm just rambling now because I don't want to talk about Game of Thrones. Roll Tide. <laughs> Roll Tide. Were you, uh, I mean... Unlike unlike the Avengers movie or things of that nature, uh -huh. everybody, nobody seems to care about spoiling or subtly spoiling shows like that. Uh -huh. Yeah. So, um, I take it you were not pleased. I, I had no problem with that show, Chris. Chris never has problems with endings of of finales. He's I, always the know. defender because I think, and and I kind of understand the perspective. It is. When it comes to shows like Lost or other popular, critically acclaimed shows, they're like video game movies. Hmm. <laughs> they're really? almost impossible to pull yeah. off. They are. Um, Seinfeld's finale? Crap. I mean, yeah. just complete crap. Well, sitcoms are the hardest. Sitcoms, but television shows in general, are just hard to, yeah. just, to just bottle up everybody's expectations into a one-hour, yeah. two-hour show. It's a lot easier. Make to, everybody happy. Yeah, it's a lot easier to take something like Lord of the, Lord of the Rings is a perfect fantasy trilogy. I don't think there'll ever be a movie. I mean, I hope to see another fantasy movie trilogy that does what they did, right? Sure. And like the advantage of them is that if you think about it, even though those are long movies... It's only nine hours of your life that you're resolving. You know, He's already yawning. Nine or ten hours and that's it. Like, Put that in perspective where you're trying to resolve issues and everything that you've put up for 80 hours, 90 hours of, of television, right? That's that's a really hard thing to do. So I do – I don't want to ever just rush to judgment. You know, there are bad finales. Like Dexter's finale is terrible. Is I disagree. I mean, Dexter's last season was. I disagree. Great. I disagree. Just the idea that it's entertaining. I just yeah. didn't care for it that much. I was like, it ended with a guy getting into a boat in the middle of a hurricane with a dead body after leaving his daughter with another serial killer, and then he ends up a lumberjack. 
And you're like, yeah. how did that resolve? What you else can, was he supposed to you do? You just described epicness. <laughs> you got to see uh, Dexter with a beard and an axe. But, I mean, that's just not what that show <laughs> really is. But, you know, this show, I don't want to bash it, but it's really hard not to. Just because... Uh, Which one? Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. Oh. It's just that I like the actual... Uh, why is this going down again? Yeah. You just leave my mic there. alone, and you just mess with your mic, okay? <laughs> you need a new wire. I don't know if it's the wire. It's the wire. I don't know. It works fine when I use it on Mondays. Oh, <laughs> Ed Bob. Hey, um, did it work yeah. fine this last Monday? It wasn't. It hmm? was not this hmm? end. It was the computer <laughs> doing that. Uh, huh? But anyway. Huh? Uh, huh? My my disappointment it, it's ex, it extends out really to the season really the last two seasons and it's just that you had this show that had a format in the way it handled things especially big events and they completely just deviated off of that for the sake of time and it's like it doesn't work well because that's why people have liked <laughs> the show I don't think it's like spoilery at this point to talk about things from the first season right. You have the events of the end of the first season, right? And then you have a whole episode just on the initial fallout. And then you have a whole season after that of the effects of that fallout and everything that goes on with Ned Stark's death, right? It, it completely transforms a kingdom. You have similar things here going on in this final episode. And instead of that, it is resolved in 30 minutes later. And you don't get any context saying any the things that go on as far as why people are doing the things they are doing now and why they're agreeing to things. It's just done for the sake of, well, it's time to wrap this up. And, you know, while I, I, I think like when I read the books, when whenever those books, that hopefully they ever come to light, uh, I will be totally fine with it because, you know, much like Stephen King writing a novel. He, you know, George R. R. Martin will take the time necessary to flesh out every little detail. So he will be, he will write that book as soon as every chicken wing on the planet is consumed. His yeah. stupid sailor hat. <laughs> How's he wearing a captain's hat with a stupid beard? And, and it's like, I don't think it's terrible. And what does RR stand for? <laughs> what exactly? Really, Richard? Road rash. <laughs> Road rash. I mean, I, I just, it, it sucks, but. And it sucks because it is well acted and it still has great dialogue and it, there are shots in that finale too that are beautiful cinematically. Like I, I do not think it's a garbage thing. It's just like, you're just like, well, I guess that will work and I'll just move on and I'll be content. And it sucks. I'd, I'll just say I liked it. Uh huh. What do you it. like about it? That was it, really insightful. No, I, we don't need. I don't. I don't. I'm just not ready to. You open don't need that up. to validate it to anybody. No, it, it's it is what it is, and it we is can either like it or don't like it. Yeah. I do think that the ridiculousness of fans putting a petition together yes. to reshoot a season completely. I think. How can I say this? It's almost like a bunch of uh, spoiled brats, Star Wars fans, people booing. <laughs> In a theater at a convention they go to because that game is on not mobile. I don't know. <laughs> it, it's it, not the same. No, no. It's not the same. <laughs> it's not. Uh, yeah, that that kind of thing. Like, look, it's not the same, John. There not. are people that uh, <laughs> there are people that go too far with criticism. Like, there's yeah. one 
there's one thing to criticize something as a piece of work and and giving an honest opinion. There's another thing to just like I demand that it not exist anymore. And you exactly, it. you know, <clears throat> retcon. Is that right? Did I say it right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't think most the people. More you know. I don't think like the majority <laughs> of. Uh, I don't think the majority of fans of of the Star Wars universe are a fan of the prequel movies, right? Compared in comparison to the original trilogy, but to act like they don't exist or like that, like now that Disney maybe should go back and remake them, that would just. That would be such a slap in the face. But in fairness, the Star Wars fandom created that kind of mentality. It did definitely. You're right. That's why I brought them up just a minute ago, guys. Yeah. And you guys are worst of all with your last Jedi stuff. I've I've started watching, um, and this I've I've known of his existence. It just got so little attention. At least it seemed it got so little attention. It was an AMC show called Turn. Yes. Yeah. I'm, Revolutionary War. Yeah, yeah it's mm-hmm. about Washington spies. We we talked about that one week you were out of town. Yeah, I'm sure you yeah, did. Fantastic. I've been watching it on on Netflix. It's on. I'm on its second season, and it's. I'm surprised how much I like it. That's cool. I'm really really. Well, you're into, like you're like you like that kind of. I stuff. I like that kind of stuff, but yeah. um, I don't know. I I I associate. Um, it, it didn't get a lot of attention, and I think it. Had, but for a show that didn't have a lot of attention, it, it lasted four seasons. Nice. So, nice. I recommend that to nice. anybody who likes American Revolution and history. Hey, congrats to the American Idol winner, huh? Yeah. I don't, All I know is I learned today uh, that he, he or she was from Louisiana, I think. Is that right? A lot of times they are from the South. What does that mean? It's anecdotal. It, no, it, it's like statistically, if you watch all these reality singing shows, most of them come from either... Central South uh, of a you know part of America like Texas, Oklahoma, and all that, or else they come from the Southeast, and it's just because mainly the viewership is predominantly from those re- regions. You know, most people on the West Coast, I guess, they're just not watching as much, or maybe up in the Northeast. I'm sure there are plenty, right? But like they're those all, people, because they're all celebrities already, they're all famous. <laughs> uh but you know it, it's just it, it's been something that someone has noted that before like that when you when you have shows where the public gets to vote on it generally those from uh those regions tend to have a little bit of a bump i have a childhood friend who's going to be competing on master chef nice that is awesome now <clears throat> i don't know that he's competing on the actual televised version but he's definitely been invited to make Audition. it to that make it to that level so wouldn't that be awesome so you I, might I get to see a child that. i love master chef actually i particularly like master chef junior it's, very, say that too. it's nice very good show me and my family watch it i feel like it's a win-win for you because either you get to see your friend succeed and and you know have all these successes or and you succeed know, and have all these successes yeah but or <laughs> you get to watch gordon ramsay rip him a new one oh, which I would hate it'll, it'll happen anyway no dude if i was ever good enough to be on one of these shows and gordon ramsay tore me a new one i might be upset in the moment but definitely by the time the show airs i would just be like i just got tore a new one by gordon ramsay who doesn't want that in their career would you like some antibiotic ointment no thank, thank you, you. <laughs> i want this infection to fester right <laughs> so are you watching the current master chef junior no i don't watch it I don't watch it like from week to week. I watch it when it comes to Hulu, which is week to week. So have you seen the one with uh, <laughs> Chef Aaron Sanchez um, where they had to make the, is it called the tapas? Where they had to make like five 
<clears throat> dishes that are part of the appetizer. Mm-mm. When you get to that one, there's a kid that cries. Aw. Tell me if you laugh or not. <laughs> the one that was impressed me the most on that show was the, what's this? Uh, what's the what's the judge? Who's the judge? Uh, he's he's a I think he's of Mexican descent. He's got tattoos all over himself. Oh yeah, I yeah. haven't uh, I haven't seen those seasons yet. That's the current season. <clears throat> I like well, the yeah, but Hulu goes back a few. Does it? <laughs> who was the one? The girl who was blind on the show. I thought she was always the most impressive I ever saw. Man. How'd you know? Hmm? How do you know? Because she she's got a walking stick. And oh, that's impressive. Yeah. But like she's and she said like she believes that the fact that no, it's from like regular MasterChef and like she would do all these Asian fusion dishes and they would just for someone who can't see like she'd have the most beautiful presentation of food. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, so we had John Wick, MasterChef and Game of Thrones bashing. That seems like a good. Oh, to pivot after we talk about Aladdin. Oh, yeah. That's coming this week. (laughs) Reviews drop tomorrow. I was. I'm actually excited for that. one. Are we going together? Probably not. A whole new world. I'll probably go Thursday night since I'm going out of town. Take a ride on your magic carpet ride. You don't know that you're going out of town yet. I'm probably going out. I can show you the world. <gasps> Shining, shimmering. Okay, shut down. No, we don't got those rights. Tell me, princess. Disney. Who, who Tell crapped their me, pants? Shawnee. <laughs> Somebody crapped their pants right now. That's I, terrible. Well, no. I, I, I Did you mean today? I, I mean, no, I, I've like got right one, now. No, I've got one sitting. You got it's one? been there a while. <laughs> you prairie dogging over there. <laughs> Oh, oh, man. Uh, you want Prairie Dog to the topic? That's Please. amazing. I, That's I, I was, I've never thought I'd hear you say that. <laughs> yes. All right. Let's, let's Prairie Dog to the topic. Topic time, 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 time. The topic is. Rage Doom. It's Rage 2, you uh, listeners. Rage! Thank you for listening to this. I think that gets the train down, uh, right? The topic for uh, today is um, Rage 2. We got a nice little independent, we'll be lighthearted about game called Rage 2. High octane, it's got a combat shotgun. High-octane adrenaline rush of, um, of a video game. <laughs> Just NPR this whole entire Prismatic color palette. <laughs> Rage 2, the follow-up sequel that no one was, I think, ever game- expecting to get a follow-up sequel to. I from wanted Id. it bad. You, did you play the first <laughs> What one? about so, Rage 2, John? Yeah. I remember I played it. Ryan got it when we were living together. Ryan yeah, got it. And he, and he showed me on the PC. It looked really tight yeah, on the PC. And I borrowed it. See, PC showing. No, no, no. I need you to say it looked really tight again for me. <laughs> it looked really tight on the PC. <laughs> like, really tight. Yeah. Like, quality. Top, top notch. So like, <laughs> tight. <laughs> so even though I think no one who really plays this game is playing necessarily for the plot. Um, right. uh, the idea is that this is Earth after an asteroid hit it. And, you know, of course, now we're I think it's like a hundred something years in the future uh, from that event. And all these arcs have opened up. Uh, that were containing hum- humans who were put in the cryostasis and such. Uh, but apparently some were put in there 
uh, woke up sooner than others, and they are evil, and they're called the authority. I don't know um, why, but when you said cryostasis and such, I thought of like a, yeah. a breakfast at Cracker Barrel. <laughs> yeah. Well, like the first game is like the first protagonist woke up early too. I think. Yeah. I thought, I thought he woke up from a. He had a battle with the authority person, and then like at the end of the game. It's him waking up or activating all the remaining arcs out there. And that's where your guy is coming out of now. So he apparently came out of that and there was society. And so, you know, we have this villainous group. What do we want to call them? The authority. How about the authority? Yeah. Genius. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> and honestly, after the, after the opening scenes and all that. Yeah. Whenever there's been a cutscene in this game, I just like put the controller down and that's when I check my phone because <laughs> it's just it's terrible. I mean, it's not that. It's just that it's basic and it's just kind of it's it's there as a plot. It's there to move you to the next thing. Surely to do. there's one character in the game you can't remove your eyes from. Oh, you're talking about uh, the doctor? Yes. Yeah, that that was probably the one time I. This doctor is like a Frankenstein doctor that you're talking to, mm -hmm. and he's riding a mutant who's like big and like whenever he talks the mutant's mouth talks too and then like so he's got these big strong arms that are like kind of walking him around the mutant is basically his legs that's yeah. his wheelchair or whatever you want to call so it so it's doing that but then if you're looking closely he's got smaller regular human size arms in the middle that just hang there and you're like what the hell you just can't look away it is just yeah can I see the mutant yeah, uh, if Chris can pull it up. I mean, why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he why have wouldn't the game? He do that? Remember in the old days when we, we would used to watch topic? footage of it, and it, it helped. It would help get the juices flowing. Yeah, of the show. And my juices don't flow. If one of us had not played said game, it I'm would, dry you, as dust. You'd be like, "Hey, look at that thing that looks." Do y'all talk about that yeah. that I just saw? We'll see it. and We go. Oh yeah, good, that I good point. That. Double so, cross. Yeah, bug. that that thing right there. Look at that thing. Oh my goodness! <laughs> what is that? Let's see if I can find one. Yeah. Yeah. See how it's got the like little arms yeah, here, yeah. And then big mutant arms. It's so cool. Yeah, I mean, like everyone is very much a caricature or something. Like you have three main people that you're reporting to the game. So he's the crazy scientist. You have kind of like the old cowboy bartender guy. That's uh, what John John Marshall's his name. And then you have um, yeah, you have this woman who's kind of like the smart like. She's, like a, she's, she's a, a politician. She's yeah. a government leader. She reminds me a lot of the captain just by the way she looks like. She looks like the captain from uh, Star Trek Voyager. Yeah, you basically have the warrior, the yeah. old warrior, the politician, and the scientist. Yes. And, you know, those three those three pretty much guide your main storyline. Yeah. Yeah, well, Chris said as far as storyline goes, and he's hinted on this show, you know, right now, he's not really in it for that. He's in it for, like, basically the... You know the uh, the shooting and and having fun looting stuff. Yeah, not but not so much the looting, but not in a Borderlands kind of way. You know no, what I mean? mm -hmm. it's it's I the best way I can describe this game is that I said to John this morning, this is a really good zone out game. Like if you're not doing the main story missions and you don't really want to at least try to listen, you can just get in your car and start driving around, start looking for question marks. And you know what you're probably going to get 90% of the time. Even though there's like a little bit of differences, you're going to hop out and there's going to be people to shoot. And you just run around and you shoot them as much as you can and, and try to use your powers and abilities. And I have to say, when you're doing that in this game, this game feels great. It's amazing. It's it's exciting. Like, especially some of the 
the harder um, like horde areas or um, the bases where they are higher ranked, like you really, really start to really find yourself being challenged to to use everything you have in your arsenal. Um, but it survives, you know, because it's id and things like the combat shotgun, the assault rifle, uh, the smart RPG launcher, coupled with these new things for id, which are these power abilities, they they all work really well together uh, and they feel like they have weight. And they're just an enjoyment, right? I think that's the best way to describe it. You right, saying John? they have girth, Chris? They have major girth. <laughs> no, you were, you're you're not going to find a better shooter in video games this year until hopefully Doom Eternal comes out later. Um, this is just Halo five. This is the <laughs> and, it's, and it's not it's not the Far Cry shooter, which is an excellent shooter. This is the arcade shooter. It's a it, it's like. If you're tired of like the, the the Far Cry formula per se, this really changes it up with an open world that has the mechanics of Doom. Yeah. I mean, the opening cinema, the opening, the opening uh, gameplay is almost like something that was left on the cutting room floor from Doom. Um, even, I mean, even the even the bodysuit um, that you get a hold of almost has the visual look. With just changes of color of it, the visual look of uh, the Doom Marine. Yeah, that's fair. Um, <clears throat> so I mean, this the game is is wacky. Uh, Chris alluded the fact that the story is pretty much bare bones. It's basically about this faction of of cybernetic organisms called the Authority, headed by a guy that wants to pretty much change everybody in the wasteland to be that. Be that. <laughs> and that's it. That's pretty much it. And that's and and quite honestly, that's really all you need, in my opinion, for this. Um, <clears throat> it is one of the thing. One of the features on it that I that I I would love an update to this to be able to because I got it on Xbox One X. I, I assume Chris did too. I've seen him playing. I think I've seen him playing it on it. Yes. Um, there's no 4K. No. Um, it is a 1080p. 60 frame per second game, which is fine, but um, I would love to see how this game looks in 4K. It looks good now. I think it looks beautiful, in my personal opinion. Well, because you get that smooth, buttery 60 frames per second. Fair enough. Now, yeah. where now where the now where the game engine really starts to show its problems is is with some shadowing. There's some problems with shadowing. Uh, if you're not a main character in the game. You don't look good, and your 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 voice, your your mouth movements don't match your voice. Everybody pretty much looks the exact same, so it's like they really cut corners on, on how NPCs look in the world. I mean, from a distance, they look fine. You go up to their face, and mm. it's this real uh, fuzzy looking it cookie cutter face that looks that that it looks like on everybody in the it world. It looks like something out of a 2010 <clears throat> Xbox game. Yeah, that's actually that's. That's fairly and accurate. I, I mean, but I when don't you're mean driving disrespect. around, but when you're driving around that world, the game is for a 1080p. In my opinion, um, and I've heard criticism on how the game looks. Um, the mm. game's stunning, in my opinion. It definitely um, it's lighting in sunset and sunrises is pretty nice. Yeah. Um, I don't know about other parts. Uh, 
yeah, it is weird. For the most part, it is solid in terms of maintaining its frame rate. I did have one instance where it really chugged down a mm-hmm. good bit, and that was surprising. But there was a lot of people on screen, to be fair, when that happened. Okay. It's yeah. only happened once, uh, so I I don't know. Um, but, yeah, there are a lot of, like, secondary little little things that you just see in these kind of what I would call double A titles. Like there's a lot of texture pop-ins. There are times where you're walking around these towns and like people just literally they'll, they'll pop in like they're just there. I had one, I got ticked off last night cause I had an enemy. Um, I, it was like a level seven base, which is not easy. I think, you know, uh, at this point, like, and I cleared out and there's only one person left. He apparently was spawned beneath the map, so I couldn't kill him. You just couldn't get him. Okay. No. And like things like. It's glitchy at times, yeah. Yeah, like there's things like that where you just kind of have to accept, hey, you know, not much you can do about it. You just leave and then you come back. So let's, uh, Sean, the structure of the game is like your, your, your home base at the beginning of the game gets pretty much destroyed by the authority. And so. You're tasked with going out into the world to reach out to contacts that your faction made over the course of, I don't know, 40, 30 or 40 years. And that includes John Marshall, who was an old um, ranger, which is what you are in the game. You're known as a ranger, was an old ranger in the game, um, a politician whose name I forget, and a doctor, a, a scientist. And each of those characters have their own trying to think of the character's name yeah yeah, yeah. it's like it starts with an l <laughs> yeah it does start with an l yeah um starts with an l so each of these characters they're immediately set up on the map where you know where they are so you and you can and you can go in any order you want you basically go to visit each of them and they give you missions that over time help you get closer and closer to defeating the authority along along that line there's they're they're tied to a tier uh, a skill tree where each one has each one kind of allows you certain certain types of abilities that you can upgrade as you go when you yeah. do more things for them um when you do things um that are color coded to their to their character they give you what is it um uh project points project points but they're called reputation points with them. oh yeah, yeah your reputation with them they trust you more and you're able to upgrade abilities like um you know using your skill power to to see through walls see through rooms just sort of passive skills and active skills just a combination of skill trees um along three that three characters have different my uh, skill trees for my suggestion to anyone who plays this game once you get done with the tutorial, which really isn't that good, that's probably actually the worst part of the game. You're like this game does not open that well, in my opinion. Uh, outside the John's few, looking at you funny. Like outside the few parts where you're having combat experiences, those are fine. But like it's a lot of talking in the first like thirty minutes, and you're just like, yeah. But at the uh, same, you're right about that. But yeah. at the same time, it puts you in the open world immediately. I yeah, mean, after it, that you're no, in there. But um, I would tell you after you get past that you'll notice that they each have a mission starting out. Just go do those missions first, get those out of the way because that's going to unlock all your upgrade trees. And then from there on out, it's kind of just go do what you want. Like, you know, you could do the main story stuff cause it's not, uh, even though I haven't been able to finish it this week cause of work. <laughs> um, uh, there's a lot of stuff you can 
you could easily get this game done very quickly as far as its main story and then do whatever you want to afterwards. But I think it's better just to go out there and after you do these initial m- missions, just start driving around the world and you'll start finding these arcs, which are going to give you new weapons and new abilities. Uh, you're going to, you know, get these camps where you're going to get plenty of crafting supplies and money. Uh, and the good thing, especially coming off of something like days gone where it was a very slow drip of upgrading your character for a very long time to do that like this, you can pretty much, if you're hitting all the key things, getting the chest and all that, you can start upgrading everything very quickly to Mm -hmm. a point where after a couple of hours, you feel BA, you truly feel like you have seen progress in that, you got to decide like the way you want to, fo- what you want to focus on, what you want to upgrade. Uh, and there's really no wrong route, I would say, in going this other yeah. than making sure you have the shotgun because the shotgun is the best part of this game <laughs> is maybe yeah. one of my favorite guns I've ever played. I was going to say you brought it up three times now. That shotgun, like, shotgun's it, good. no is one it? makes it. Oh, a, yeah. They're particularly when you're in overdrive mode and it pretty much, uh, yeah. Okay. It evapor it, it like uh, it like evaporates people. Let's uh, let's back up a little bit. And what the heck is overdrive? Exactly. Mode? See, there's a lot of um, and and this is kind of this is a plus and a minus to the game. There's a lot of I talk about upgrading skill trees based yeah. on the characters. There's a lot of upgradable things in this game. Yes. You upgrade your weapons. When you upgrade your weapon to a higher tier, you can unlock modifications for that tier. You upgrade it to the, the another tier, you can um and modifications can be, you know, a bigger clip, um faster um rate of fire yeah. and 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 it advances as you go. But each ranger suit has this ability, and I mean, he's a ranger. I mean, you have this ability where you have consistent kills without being hit. It goes into sort of an overdrive mode, and you activate the overdrive mode, and you turn into a murdering beast. I mean, every shotgun assault rifle that you have maximizes its kill rate. I mean, seriously, watching taking the shotgun in overdrive mode and watching someone melt <laughs> under your shotgun is one of the it's most awesome. satisfying well, things can, that you can do what? and while you're doing that you're killing rapidly and you're getting health regained so it's a it's it's like doom in the sense of like in, in a lot of shooters you have to be a little bit more tactical but the key to survival in this type of shooter is running into the fight yes and just killing everybody i mean there's there's um <laughs> it's like you can go from like the one I was doing last night where again, it was like level seven enemies and they have armor, right? So with the, the shotgun has two modes to it. It has like one where it does this kind of concussive blast shot to blow away their armor. And then you actually have the main shotgun shot that does damage on them. Uh, doing it to a level seven enemy takes many shots of concussive <laughs> hits before they're finally away enough to get a kill shot with the regular shotgun. On the other hand, once you have overdrive, it's one shot. It's just, they, they get mowed down. Why is overdrive not called rage? One Good would question. wonder. One would wonder. You think I, that'd be, that would fit, right? I don't remember enough about rage one mm-hmm. to really understand how it, if it was just the name of a game. I mean, essentially your overdrive mode and, and these abilities that you have, you are kind of in a rage mode. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's just how you justify it, but, um, I mean, you unlock things that 
um, you unlock your power abilities. I mean, he mentioned the arcs a couple of times. Yeah, the arcs are in theory whatever, but what all these rangers um, survived in, um, and you basically go around the world looking for these arcs to um, unlock um, shatter pow- powers or weapons, depending on what the arc was. Like there was an arc that gave you access to a shotgun. Yes, or um. A missile gun. There's yeah. Missile there's gun. like huh? that's my missile gun. <laughs> there's like a missile launcher. There's shotgun. There's one ability that allows you what he called chatter, where basically if like a person's like five feet in front of you, right, you hold up your arm and you'll rush towards them and do this huge blast out of your hand, and just completely Iron make Man? them explode. It's like a, it's a concussive blast. It knocks yeah. their armor away and it knocks them out of the way. And then but there's one where you can la- you can leap into the air, slam, and slam the ground and just disperse everybody. And you can upgrade these more. Like that slam one. At first, I was kind of like, oh, okay, this is okay. Then I upgraded it, and it whenever you jump up, it forms a little mini black hole beneath you. So it's pulling everyone in. Yeah. And it just wrecks them. Yeah. It's it, like it turns kills. you. This game turns you into a god. I mean, it does. Well, that's good. That's kind of what you want in a game called Rage. That's yeah. what that's what I want. <laughs> um, and I think, like for the most part, that's good. Where it's kind of a little bit more iffy gameplay wise is really just the R side of this, where they partnered up this time with uh, Avalanche, the guys who do who did Mad Max, and they did, uh, of course, Just Cause is their big series, uh, and. They partnered up with them for more so the open world and driving around it, traversing it. I think that is okay, but to be honest, I've never been a huge fan of anything Avalanche has done driving wise. Like in all the like, I never drive in in Just Cause. I will glide. Uh, I will take a plane. I will not get in a car. I will get in a tank if it's required for a mission, but that's about it. Yeah, uh, and I I do not I've yet to find a vehicle in this game that feels great to me. Okay. Well, fair? you're wrong. Is that fair? One hundred percent wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no. For me, the driving has been has been fine. I mean, I I guess I wouldn't call it Forza, for sure. Yeah, I wouldn't even call it like GTA I, or or you know any of these <clears throat> games that have open world driving combat in them. You know, the hardest thing I ever drove in a game, the first time I got in a Warthog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still have to readjust now, imagine every you, time I play those games. Imagine if they you did that for very long distances consistently. No, yeah, no it is not the same. <laughs> that is not the same. Your brain does not function <laughs> the way the warthog wants, it just goes, wants to operate. It doesn't. Yeah. Your brain doesn't work that way. <laughs> I guess it's not Far Cry. That's a good way to say it. Far Cry vehicles suck. If you I ask like me. Far Cry vehicles. Isn't that funny? You well, like I mean, Rage and it's he a likes first, Far Cry. It's huh? a first-person perspective in a vehicle. I don't want to drive... The yeah. first person vehicle. I this one is the third person. You get the visual of the car. Yeah. Um. Th- th- there's a th- and this might be Chris's issue. There's an issue that if you're not careful, you it it can be difficult to make turns. Especially you have, but you have to. It's a car in a real world where you got to lay off the gas and you got to make the turn. It, 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 no, the thing I figured no, out he was a terrible driver. You just do uh, no. The only way to really effectively turn well is to use the the handbrake and just kind of slide, which is fine. Yeah, uh, you get some areas where it's a little bit better to drive than others, but the one that really broke me was: Have you gotten the wind motorcycle yet and tried to drive that? That's um, awful. Oh, I had a blast with that. You can't because turn. Like, you literally, it's a motorcycle that cannot turn. And it makes no sense. I was like, this tank 
turns better than this uh, than this bike. And I was like, you just gotta I, let up on the gas, baby. That's all you gotta do. I don't want to do that. With turn. I want to hit a handbag. But it's just like, yeah, it, there hasn't been a vehicle yet from driving perspective that I've been like, oh, it's more of like the combat that you can do with it, which is all right. Um, but to me, it's it wasn't anything memorable. And honestly, what I learned real quick was you can just pretty much blow past any enemy you see mm-hmm. on the road. Yeah. Like it, they just kind of be, they're not a factor to you. You know, like there's yeah. no thing that's driving you. Yeah, to me, to me, an open world. If you give me an open world that is beautifully and aesthetically pleasing, um, with a little bit to do, I'm good. But you know, there's this thing, and and to me, I'm not going to call it lazy, even though I'm going to call it lazy. There's a there's a lazy, easy, low hanging fruit criticism about open worlds, and that they're empty. But you know, you play Far Cry Five, and you're trying to go after this cult leader, and you ask yourself, why am I fishing? I have better things to do. You know, the, the idea of going from point A to point B with 10 things in between, that's what people are kind of looking at or looking for when you're talking about an open world that really just embraces the open world. Um, to me, you give me an interesting place to look and see and some things to do. Mm. I don't really have that much demand for an open world. Um, the driving... The driving to me is fun getting from point A to point B, which is a good thing because the fast travel's not so great, Sean. <laughs> yeah, fast travel is few and far between, like little points here the and only, there that the you only, can go to. You can go to trade towns and the only caveat is that you have to be in your vehicle when you fast travel. Yeah. That's um, all right. Yeah, and I started using it. Whenever I've cleared a region that then I just I use the fast travel. Uh, to go where I want. Um, One thing that's very important to me that I haven't really heard you guys talk about is uh, how music ties into a game. Does it have like like Doom had the heavy metal rah rah rah? It does that. Like it's it's much more low key when you're in just the open world. Yeah. But the moment you engage in combat, it it kicks it, it kicks up to up. that hard rock. You know that metal so it works. Yeah. Is it metal? I don't know. Yeah. It's I haven't metal. really paid attention to the music. Um, yeah. Oddly. As I said, <laughs> I think in the end, is this something that I think is like the most memorable first-person shooter I've ever played? No. Is it the most memorable open-world game I've ever played? No. Is it trying to be, though? No, it's not. Right. It's it's like what it does well, uh, it does very well, which is, <laughs> it, you know, it, which is, is it's combat. It's combat is, you know, it is great <laughs> at, at shooters. There's just no other way to deny that. Um it's definitely nowhere near their best work, right? Avalanche's best work? <laughs> or it's. I mean, I no, either one. I mean, uh, take your pick of, of a company. I think Just Cause is a better game than this. And I think yeah, that, sure, uh, I, guess. I think that, you know, of course, Doom or mm-hmm. uh, things like that, you know, that would be their best work, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's fine. But as I said, it's just a really good game. Like yesterday, I could have a conversation with you and Josh and just not think about what I was doing. Yeah, I you just, actually held a conversation, I would say, pretty well, considering you were playing a game. Yes, an arcade game, right? Where <laughs> yeah. it's not that hard to die if you're not paying sure. attention and you just maintain being still. But everything feels good. So you're just like, okay, switch this it gun. Oh, oh, no, there's a the big enemy. Oh, hold on. Pull out the old RPG. All right. And I'm running. I'm dodging. Oh, no, there's ads coming in here. Okay, let me do a slam ability. Bam. You just don't think about it. You just start hey, clicking. Does John and, know what ads is? I blacked out, I think. 
you just you you just start doing these things. You don't think about it, and it's it, it's fine. And I think for a game like that, is like I said, not game of the year or anything for me, but it's definitely not a bad game. Yeah. Um, you had fun. Yeah, I think you've had fun. Yeah, I think if this is, <laughs> I had a freaking. Blast. If you like my my thing would be if you're a person who loves first person shooters, this is definitely a title that when it goes on sale. If you're, you if say you, that about every game. No, like some, <laughs> someone went like, I would say buy this before even day's gone. Like I would gladly support this game before day's gone because I think what it does well, it executes very fast. The only, I think kicker for some people are, is going to be that some people, when they buy an open world game, they want something they can get lost in for a long time. Like they might not want a story that drags on forever, but they want to know you know, like God of War, right? God of War, most people are going to beat it in about 20 to 30 hours. But if you wanted to, and especially once they add New Game Plus, you could go 60 hours, 70 hours. You could go as far as you wanted to in that game. Yeah. Uh, this game, from my understanding, most people, the main story is 8 to 12 hours. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're just doing that. And then, like, if you do the whole map, it's about 20 hours to maybe 25 tops. Um, some people might have a problem paying 60 bucks for something like that for an open world game. I personally don't if I, if I'm having fun, but I definitely would say if, if that's your problem, then just wait for it to go on sale and you'll probably feel like you got a bang for your buck. I, I'm going to need, I think it needs to be a bit. It's a counter of what games Chris says. Wait till it goes on sale. Cause that would make me happy to see those statistics. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you guys have had fun and I kind of wish I would have played it to be honest, but mm. I didn't want to. Space. Well, you don't like video games. I, I, I know. I detest them. I don't like opening you don't, them. You definitely don't like open world games. Yeah. Yeah. How's your uh, open world playthrough of Days Gone going? Ugh, I traded it in. Really? I, did, I didn't trade it in. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> yep. Hey, I think it's. Uh, I think it's great. You guys did fantastic today. Yay! I think it's time for some Richards. Huh? I'm just gonna go with the score that's on my. Uh, on your on my vape right now. Oh, 75.0? Yeah, 7.5. I think it's a good game. Okay. Yeah, I'd go a little bit higher with, with an 8. Um, I think it's a great game. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the, I don't I don't honestly know what critics were expecting. I, and maybe that's the problem. Maybe they didn't know what was expecting. One of the most repetitive things I've... And I've read a lot of reviews on this trying to validate my love of the game. But um, <laughs> one of the things I'm hearing repeatedly, and I hear this in video game reviews all the time. It's like somebody's plagiarizing the other and nobody knows what the source was. The common, the common comment, the, the comment of it doesn't know what it wants to be. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? It doesn't. I mean, what are you saying right. when you say it, you don't know what it wants to be? It, I, I think what? it's clear. This game knows exactly what it is and it's not pretentious. I mean, that's, I mean, days gone. I mean, it's, it's an interesting contrast between days gone a couple of weeks ago and now, which both games I like, but one, one game tries to do everything it can to take itself so seriously. And it, and nobody likes it. That this one, this one, <laughs> this one refuses to take itself seriously. And I don't think the critics knew it. I feel like the critics were like, why is it like this? And it's like, it, to me, the, the, the developers were like, you're thinking too much. Just play the game and blow stuff up. And if you want a game to play, Shame. that's that, that is, that is a 
that is top notch shooter and you Ten blow dash. and you just blow stuff up. This is your game. It's I just think that simple. I don't know. I, I guess like when I, I look at your review, when I look at like even from Bethesda, right? Like the last couple of years, you could argue the best thing they've actually done is first person shooters. Um, and I would argue that like compare this to say playing Wolfenstein or Doom. Nah. Like those are better games. They're just way better games in terms of like okay. full package delivery. Those games know what they want to be. And and they didn't like, I don't know. It, <laughs> John's looking at you. It, it's just it's really weird to me. Like like to me, I guess when I hear that kind of comment, I'm like, but no. It, 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 according to people who talk about Wolfenstein, mm. the New Colossus, it didn't know what it wanted to be because it wanted to it wanted to step away from the Nazi issue. I mean, yeah. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, th- there's a couple of things going on here that may or may not have to do with it. One of the things is Bethesda's not in a very good state right now, yeah. particularly with the uh, Fallout 76 and what's gone on with there. Pray. There could there could be watch your mouth. There could be some residual blowback from that. Recently, a couple like a week prior to this game's release, Bethesda uh, on Twitter. I think called out Paul Tassie from Forbes saying, <laughs> saying who even are, who, who are you? I'm like, you're nobody kind of thing. So yeah. kind of, there was a narrative out there going like Bethesda's attacking journalists. So I don't know. I mean, could, would, could there be some blowback from that? Maybe, I don't know, but I think this is, I think this game is fundamentally better than the sum of its criticism. I think it's a good game and that's fine. You know, there's nothing, <laughs> There's nothing like like I said. I'm okay with that. Jim. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not like saying stepping back and going like in the in the pant- pantheon of of first person games. This will be the one I remember. No, I mean even even, even like no. this year, like when I think of like Borderlands Three is coming, and I understand that's a loot shooter. It's also a first person shooter, right, dude? And if you want to talk about driving vehicles, wait till you play that game because those what vehicles, game? Borderlands, the the vehicles in those games are fun, and and yeah, doing combat with your friends in those games. It's so fun. It's fun. Uh, you know. Line of the day so far, what it does well. It does well. It does well. <laughs> no, what it does well, it does very well. Yeah. It's like, yes. like what? <laughs> See, I'm saying it doesn't just do it well. It does it very well. And this is a nice very alternative so. to the Far Cry formula. It's that open world shooter, but just it, 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 it throws... It's like a fruit basket turnover. It gives you a little bit of a different approach to it. Like a pineapple upside down cake. Exactly mm. like that, Sean. <laughs> Why didn't I just say that? I don't know, because those are delicious. <laughs> huh? yeah. But yeah, uh, check it out. It's out there. Um, wow, dude. Maybe, it's out there. Yeah, it's check out it there. Out. But it does well. It, it does, does well. very well. Check it out. Maybe not right away, unless you're... <laughs> right away, it, do it. Unless you're someone who apparently agrees with John a lot. Otherwise, just wait. And not everybody's as cheap as yeah. you, dude. <laughs> well, I'd actually tell people because, but the one thing I've noticed, Bethesda seems that if you have an Xbox, it might be worth weighing because Xbox and Bethesda seem to have a deal going on with they Game Pass. Things. Like everything that they've had in recent memory has come to Game Pass. So mm. I would tell you, it, unless you were just someone who is diehard, if you have Game Pass, just wait. I still and think, be there, I think, and you'll enjoy it. I still think we should only review games on Game Pass. <laughs> Take Weekly that, game God pass. of War. <laughs> You're like, you know what? Yeah, that's right. We yeah. know God of War, right? <laughs> we don't care about Horizon Zero Dawn really too. I, I hate when you weed out my theories and, and stuff. Stab. How's yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn going? Oh, see, they brought um, that up on Discord yesterday. Did they? Yeah. 
Good lads. They mentioned, uh, no, 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 because I was like, I don't know when that's going to happen. And they mentioned you in a show and me in that game and what would happen first. And I was waiting to do a thing because you were having to do a thing. And oh, I'm being very cryptic. First, me and got and yeah. you and, okay. Yeah. Hey, um, yeah. How's Red Dead Redemption going? <laughs> One or two. There's absolutely no need. No, no, yeah, that game's terrible. I don't need that game. I don't either. Mm-hmm. I respect okay. the heck out of that I, yeah, game. Yeah, you know what it I does. Just, I don't need I, that game. What it does well, John? It does amazingly well. I look. <laughs> I I spent 150 hours in my open world last yeah. year, and that was Assassin's Creed. Oh, not that zombie game that you made Ryan Leaf buy. I'm sorry. I no, just, that's this year. Hopefully, I just like games that highlight the brilliance of the American West because I'm an American. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go to news. All right. All off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News. You're supposed to say news from the future. No, that's, that's the email. That's the emails, electronic mail from the future. Oh. Press. He knew oh, yeah. that. Um, Tighten up, dude. I can't. I can't with you. Man, hold on. The clear resolution on these notes. Oh, and he ruined it. Rent it. Whoa. Rent it. What was that? We're going to be able to see that, huh? You or me? I made it old old what, man size I don't for remember. You. But I will tell you this. I'm not really worried about pivots and segues. Let's just talk. Yes. All right. The Last of Us Part 2. First news article of the week, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, <laughs> while new information said, sheds little light on release dates, Naughty Dog has indicated that they are hiring new talent to help close out the development of... That's a quote. The Last of Us Part 2. Recently posted by co-director Anthony Newman on Twitter, Newman. he wrote, quote, lot of awesome positions <laughs> open. open to help us close out this game. God, you dot, dot, dot. I especially <laughs> want to highlight the melee animator position. Who doesn't, right? Yeah, right. End quote. Chase off, fight, chase off, fight. <laughs> As in, please help us. Please. Uh, the positions highlighted are animators, programmers, game designers lighting and visual effects artists and more everything the, the positions opened up on may 10th while no release date is set it is clear that they are in the final stretches although is sean if i were developing a brand new game yeah like to get started i'd hire all those positions <laughs> so i don't really understand how far along how is last of us part two not already like about to be here because I saw it last, well, I saw it last June, and they were kissing and stuff. When was Uncharted Four? Was that 2016 or 2015? I think it's 2016. Um, so you know, three years from there. So if you think they're a bigger studio, they're they have the right to take their time. It wouldn't surprise me that yeah, you would see this. But you're you missing know. what I'm saying, man. PlayStation showed us at last E3 that this game was done. It was ready. That's that's what they said. They say it's done. It's ready. Look, she's kissing and dancing, and she's ready. Yeah, they made them move to a different. Auditorium. Oh, you mean that pretentious log cabin uh, of a show they did? It yeah. was. It was pretentious. Everyone move here. Then we're gonna take a twenty minute break. Yeah. But it was, was kind of awesome. <laughs> was it? Because nobody else does that, and that's why I like it. Maybe it was pretentious, and it's okay to like pretentious things sometimes, John. The word of the week. Yeah, the word of forever. <clears throat> Speaking of pretentious. We're not doing that. What? We're not doing pivots. We're just going to be ballers and say the things as we see them. I'm, accept- I'm opening up Excel as we speak. AAA releases from Ubisoft. Ubisoft has announced three, Sean, three 
Not two. Triple A titles and are scheduled for release you between now right. and March 2020. Mm. That's because I wrote it wrong. Mm. One of those titles is obviously Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Revealed during Ubisoft's financial earnings report, the company's 2019-2020 financial targets are net of net bookings of around $2.4 billion will be led by Ghost billion. Recon and three other titles that are currently unknown. In that briefing, it was announced that Skull and Bones is not included in this list of games and is set to release after... March 2020. So let's Chris, see. Chris, you gotta believe. You gotta believe that you maybe, I maybe you get, No, I will not, I will not believe it now until it, they have broken my heart too many times. You get a splinter cell. No. Cause they're doing. Sorry. You don't go on Twitter and joke like that. No. That was Ubisoft covering themselves. I think. Splinter cells on the way. I think you, if Ghost Recon's one of them, I'm gonna bet one of them is Far Cry 6. You think going, so? Well, I mean, just the way they've normally been doing it the last couple of years, right? Like, mm. it's it's been, mm. they always release one in, like, about February or March. Mm. And last year, so you had the expansion. Far Cry Primal 2. So, now it sounds like, okay, you've done this. So, probably VGAs this year. Um, or maybe, who knows, maybe they tease it up at E3. They go, okay, here's Far Cry 6. Okay. And it's coming. Well, that's uh, nice. The third one. Prince of Persia game? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Mario plus Rabbids. An open world? Did they, well, oh, they just no, said triple I mean, A. I mean, yeah, it's definitely not um, Beyond Good and Evil 2. It's not going to be that. It's not going to be that, yeah. No. So. And Ubisoft right now, a couple of years ago it was definitely Bethesda, but Ubisoft right now is probably my favorite publisher right now. They know what they do. They're just good. They got it together. Speaking of things that got it together. We can't acknowledge that pivot, Chris. We won't do it. We won't do it. So we refresh. We nope. hit the reset button and we go, hey, guys, new Super Mario Maker 2. That's how we do it, Chris. <laughs> A Nintendo Direct last week, which I missed completely, boo me, revealed key details boo. on its upcoming building platformer. The game will feature a brand new story mode and a co-op creation mode that will allow two players to build levels together. Two players. Two chains. <laughs> the game will also include online multiplayer with up to four players as Mario, Luigi, Toad, and Toadette. There will also be a multiplayer versus mode, pitting four players against each other on randomly selected courses, Ooh. and will encourage players to get better as a versus rating will keep track of your wins and your losses. We call that get good. Yeah, get good. Level creators will have many more tools, including the addition of slopes, angry sun, <gasps> Snake block Ooh. on off switch, <laughs> lava and water level settings, and much more. The moon will also be added to the tools, and hitting it will destroy all enemies on the screen. Nice. I'm excited for Mario Maker 2. Yes. I think it's going to be dope. And the single player campaign kind of seems like it has a new twist to it. I kind of like the originality of it. Instead of saving Princess Peach, you're actually building her castle up. John really. Needs to work on that, doesn't he? Speaking of shocking twists. What happened, man? You not liking Princess Peach. Why do you hate Princess yeah. Peach? We've, we've, we've been aware of this for a couple of uh, episodes Because she now. really just doesn't know how to take care of herself. <laughs> she, was, she was OP in uh, Super Mario Bros. too. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> a cloud partnership of- happened. I had to. I'm sorry. <sighs> So, in a shocking and perhaps landmark event, Sony and Microsoft announced a partnership to focus on improving cloud gaming, AI solutions, and oh, more. That's not Owl Solutions? 
<laughs> Old Al Solutions. <laughs> the two companies signed a memorandum of understanding <gasps> that establishes both companies will explore, quote, joint development of future cloud solutions in Microsoft, in Microsoft Azure to support their respective game and content streaming services. The partnership will also explore collaboration with semiconductors and AI. The intent is to integrate Sony's image sensors and Microsoft's Azure AI tech across cloud and edge and leverage Sony's semiconductors and Microsoft's cloud technology. This announcement shows a signal that the two gaming giants are taking emerging competition from Google Stadia quite seriously. Yeah. I just I think we need to like us three need to sign a memorandum of understanding. <clears throat> I like that. I saw that today. I was like, I don't think I've ever heard of something like this. A memorandum of understanding. Yeah, this apparently threw uh, Sony's first-party studios for a loop. Like, yeah, they, yeah. They yeah. said like they, were they like, had no idea. Yeah, yeah. But if well, you're in, if in you're fairness, s- it was it was Sony Corporation that mm. did the deal, not necessarily Sony Interactive Entertainment. If, if you're Sony. It makes sense because honestly, well, it makes sense. <laughs> it, it makes sense because you are a company that first and foremost you're about hardware, um, and you know while they've definitely dabbled in the cloud atmosphere, the truth is is that yeah there there are three companies that really are pushing it and have the resources to easily push it. And so uh, and Amazon, it's it's Amazon, Google, and and Microsoft. If you're if you're Google, obviously you're not going to seed anything because you're trying to be the most powerful company. And I, I think the same goes for Amazon. I'm sure if Amazon was to enter in a partnership, they would probably want it to be like, well, then we are going to be part of the PlayStation part. Microsoft, on the other hand, you know, while definitely they care about Xbox, as we've seen the way they're growing, they just want what's good for their company. So if they can bring in another major uh, player, which is going to provide them a ton of revenue through these services. Why not? Right? Top notch analysis, Chris. Yeah. Top notch. Yeah. Sh- should we read that one and then them two? Huh? Well, they're both Sony related. As well, that's sales and sales, and that has to do with that kind of. But it's cool. Hello, analysis. The God of War sales passed ten million. Since its launch in April 2018, Sony Santa Monica's God of War has surpassed the coveted 10 million sold mark. The news was revealed by Sony Interactive Entertainment President and CEO Jim Ryan during a recent presentation. This number joins a select few to include Uncharted 4 A Thief's End, The Last of Us Remastered, and the greatest game ever, Horizon Zero Dawn. Congratulations to Corey Barlog and the rest of the team at Santa Monica for this accomplishment. I just oh, want to sure. point out that John never wrote a congratulations to Rockstar for selling $27 million in less than a year. Well, you have to respect them to congratulate them. Yeah. Face. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love a good face. You know what they're doing? They're doing Gus Van Zant and um, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, where they're like, just over there, and they're like, "Hey, Gus, can you direct the scene?" And they're just going, "I'm busy," because they're just counting money, because they happening? they make lots of money. Say the next thing, let's go. Let's just move on. <laughs> That's what they do. Sony acknowledges next gen challenges. Jack Trenton, who I'd love to have a beer with. <clears throat> you drink beer? For, former CEO of I'd love I'd love to watch him drink a beer. <laughs> former CEO of PlayStation US believes that Sony is in a good position for the next generation, but will have significant challenges. There will be exponentially 
more competition than during the PS4's lifespan. He went on to discuss the hardware for PS5. Quote, from what I've read about the specs of PlayStation 5, it sounds impressive. Their business model obviously worked well for them the last time around, and it doesn't look like they're going to deviate from that. They'll be well positioned, but I do think they'll face exponentially more competition than they did the last time around. Microsoft should give them a better run for their money, and Stadia in a new wrinkle in the, is a new wrinkle in the market that didn't exist in 2013. Nintendo was more relevant this time around. It's going to be much more competitive, a much more competitive market. There are new players, but they've learned some valuable lessons in this generation. It should be great for everyone in the business, whether you're a developer or a gamer. It's going to keep everyone on their toes. I've sort of always maintained that PlayStation did not, uh, and I don't mean this. I don't mean this the way people might interpret. They didn't really earn their position to be the head in, of this generation. Really? No, yeah, they didn't. They didn't. I don't know it. how that makes sense. <clears throat> because, yeah, because because when you have the Wii U that stumbled on its face for obvious reasons, and when you have Microsoft stumbling on its face for obvious reasons, PlayStation was in a position where they didn't have to really beat the competition. The but competition. They... The competition beat themselves. This was not a head. This was not a neck and neck race the way the PlayStation Three. And the Xbox 360 fought along eight years of of, of eight years of that generation gen, that that war with PlayStation 3 finally outselling the Xbox 360. But Xbox um, sold three times as many in the U.S. Yeah, we know that's not relevant. Yeah, but that's like saying like let's say Golden what State. I, I want you to okay, you finish. Go ahead. Just keep in mind, I I I prefaced it with yeah. not wanting to make it sound like the way I, it might be interpreted. I'm not saying that that Sony. Just sort of lob something out there. I, they had the right message, but they had the right message, and they were the only one talking. So it's it's sort of easy when they're the ones that were kind of given the bullhorn this generation, and they just took the bullhorn and used it because everybody else just pretty much fell flat on their face. But they didn't intend to fall flat. I mean, they could have easily gone in front of their own their own development. I, uh, I, look, I still contend to this day that. Microsoft's idea for this generation was the better idea. It's the better console, in my opinion. Except it is for the Kinect. better console, except for Kinect. Yeah. What 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 Phil Spencer has done with the Xbox and with their philosophy on gaming, what is has been the better philosophy this generation. For sure. It's just that Sony got too far ahead that nobody was able to catch up to them. Yeah. They became the conversation. Now they took advantage. That's capitalism. Good for them, but their their tone deafness on Fortnite and crossplay, their tone deafness on well on on bringing bringing really mediocre E3 presentations and barely showing up this year. I mean, there's a lot of things that the PlayStation has a history of doing when they're on the top of the heap, and they do some really mind-boggling stuff. And they've done mind-boggling stuff this generation. Being on the top of the uh, 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 on the top of the heap. Well, so the same's true though for Microsoft, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I but think that's to they look still where, had to compete with their competition. They had to compete with the Wii, and they had to compete with the PlayStation Three. Sure, but I think the difference is that all of them sold at least eighty million units. Uh, I think like the big thing that's different, like how a a console acts when it's one and it's in the the late throes of a generation doesn't really point to just 
how well they did early on. They that's the right you get when you dominate an era. So Xbox comes out last time and they dominated PS3 out the gate. You know, they took a year they had a year head start and they sold their console and when PlayStation came out, it was a dud as far as PS3 and they took advantage of that for many years and it was only through a lot of great initiatives from PlayStation and the fact that their brand was so strong worldwide uh, in comparison to Microsoft that they were able to catch up towards the end. Right. Um, But that doesn't take away from the fact that Microsoft read the tea leaves, right here. Microsoft didn't read the tea leaves, right. Versus PlayStation and PlayStation did PlayStation said, okay, we are not going to do all these crazy things that Microsoft is doing. We're going to focus on a great console that developers want to develop for, and we're going to make it affordable uh, as, as hell. And, you know, we're going to push this thing. And that's what they've done this generation. But you and- do acknowledge that they did not have to compete with the equally successful Wii. Sure. Nintendo did not. But they not now w- are competing N- with the Switch, was- and they're still doing fine. Now they are. Yeah. Now they are. I mean, that's they. you can't control your competitors. I think, though... They is clear that of all three companies, they've been the most stable for the last, what, six years. There's just no question about that. They've, de- they've delivered that. Now, yeah, the, the question is, will they fall into the same trap that we see everyone uh, okay. make once let's, they get power? Let's try this. Let's unpack this. Are you suggesting that PlayStation 4 would be every bit as successful today had Microsoft and, and Nintendo been on point with their messaging and on point with their products. No, but the same. That's time, my point. Simply, but the same thing can be said last gener- generation with that. Xbox. If Xbox had came out, if Sony had, what fumbled, are we disagreeing about? If if Sony had come out last generation and not fumbled, Microsoft would have never had a shot last generation. And and the same was here, you know. But that's saying I, I don't want to ever take away from a company when they get that kind of success just because it's like, <clears throat> look, just because you were the ones who did have the right plan none of your competitors did that's on them that's on you you did exactly what you need to do and the question now is can you do it again that's the hard part right can you capture lightning again and hold on to this you just said it you just said it captured lightning that's the essence of my argument they were able to moments before an e3 presentation rewrite the script i mean jack trenton's all but talked about this Mm -hmm. the moment they heard the microsoft press conference they said, let's harness and focus on the messaging that they didn't focus on. They had a virtually different E3 press conference mm-hmm. moments before they went on stage. Yeah. And they and they chose to highlight, and you were even upset about it, that they just oh, yeah. sort it was, of it was a took hot shots <laughs> at Xbox because of their failure to, um, I would say they understood the market, but they yes. didn't really translate the market to the consumer very well. Microsoft. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> and, and that's <laughs> all really... That. To me, I'm just reiterating what Jack Trenton's saying right here. He's saying, now you have Nintendo. You did not have Nintendo when you launched PlayStation 4. It was non-existent. Maybe, yeah. Everybody had point. pretty much said, you guys are done. But is there, like, I don't know. I guess I, I kind of just, like, go, yeah, you know, it's going to be risky. I think they... They're the ones that, as long as they come out there, it seems like this next generation, they do what they're supposed to. I would imagine they're going to keep most of their users. And they should be the default favorite for next generation. Would you agree, Sean? Yeah, absolutely. I was going to try to make an analogy like when a team in sports 
uh, so what they win the year that their their rival or their nemesis didn't make the playoffs and they didn't have to play them. They're still the champion. Yeah. Does Who anyone cares? care if Golden State wins this year? LeBron LeBron's didn't out. Yeah. That's what I was going to no. say. Even though it's going to be kind of weak because LeBron's in the Lakers and they suck. But <laughs> in general, it's like, who cares? You're still the champ. I don't it, care that you suck for that. I time. don't get I, good. I don't care that the East has been disappointing in the NBA the last ten years. <laughs> good John, yeah, it's still, it's still. <laughs> Golden State is still a great team, and, and like I'd say, <laughs> what Sony accomplished here was still great and I, impressive. I, I honestly don't know what the disagreement is. We all sit around, not me because I'm not a sports fan, but you guys talk about sports in general, saying, "Yeah, but this person's better." No, this person's better. Yeah, but this guy, you know, this guy had more innings he had to pitch, and this guy I've never had said to, that. <laughs> It's an analogy of the way we the way we talk and rationalize who was better than who. And all I'm saying is PlayStation had a significant advantage and were gift-wrapped the generation. They might have won it, even if none of that had happened. But you have to admit at least that it was gift-wrapped to them. I can't admit that. Nah, because... Uh- it, but I love you for it. <laughs> to me, it's just not an advantage that someone screws up. I mean, like that's that's the definition of an advantage. That's just a that's just <laughs> that's a, the literal definition. Because Xbox had the same market they had. They came out within weeks of each other. You know, it's just one. Yeah, one was systematically ran better than the other one. Which that's is the a, advantage? No, that's just a strategy. <laughs> that's the strategy. Oh my goodness! Having bad organization. You, okay, let me say a let's let's use this in a sentence. Um, fellow board members at Sony, their bad strategy has created an advantage for our company. There okay, you go. great. Uh, <laughs> I guess I would go like, Sean, you'll, we were watching this before, and this is the best way to describe it. The, the Lakers are right now a really bad-ran organization, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Golden State is not. Right. That does not mean, though, that like it's an advantage that, you know, was – that if you know the Laker was was better well ran, that it would still take away from the fact that Golden, Golden State, State is so a great good. organization. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Like I think PlayStation is just a great ran or was a great ran organization at the time of the end of last generation going into the next one. I don't think it really mattered what Xbox did. They were going to be fine, you know, or so or Nintendo. Nintendo and, and Microsoft could have both been solid, and maybe it would have been a little bit more even. Sure, coming out the gate, but. I think they still would have sold a ton sold of ninety million. Yeah, sure. I mean, you really believe that? Yeah, because they've done it before. They did, you know, with they did with look, the last two consoles. And if you look at what they he's were. saying, he's saying Microsoft should give them a better run for their money. They tried to give them a run for their money last time, and they failed. Uh, Stadia is a new wrinkle in the Creating market. Creating an advantage. No, Stadia is a new wrinkle in the market. There's always wrinkles in the market. Maybe not one as big as Stadia. Yeah. And the only thing I can kind of agree on is that Nintendo just they fell flat. The Wii U sucked to most people. I loved it. And, uh, okay, whatever. So yeah. Sony completely earned their success. Yes. 100% from beginning they did, to end. They did everything Got they it. needed yeah. to do to, to do that. Yes. Yes. If they hadn't, they wouldn't have right. earned it. So people you would disagree just say- with me and Jack Trenton. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now Jack, we know. Trenton, Jack Trenton's not saying what you're saying. He is saying exactly what I'm Your saying. Your interpretation of what Jack Trenton is saying is slightly different than what Jack Trenton is saying. I think if they had dropped the ball themselves, <laughs> Microsoft probably would have just won the generation by default. Yeah. Because they already had the people. Oh, know? my God. So. I'm gonna Microsoft had the people. We had the two. Yeah, that's Even you would have to admit that. After, yeah. after what I read they next. The next two news articles are possibly the best. Do you want me to? <laughs> no, no, no. The Division Two did not meet sales. Uh, the Division Two, despite being the best-selling game for March, 
did not meet Ubisoft's commercial expectations on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Sales are in line with Division 1 sales for PC. Uh, quote, the Division 2 ended up short of our ambitious expectations on console. We believe this was due in large part to a more competitive market than expected. End quote. Ubisoft expects the game to, quote, grow and gain traction over time with new content releases. Uh, Ubisoft never indicated what those sales expectations were. One billion. They were ambitious is what they were. (laughs) And they probably thought they had the greatest game of all time. I mean, it's doing well. People still are playing it. Well, everyone always wants to take, like, when a new game does great out the the bat as, like, oh, it's proof that it's a hit. Uh, yeah, what? Uh, you know, it, they would, uh, people want to parlay that that's going to be long-term success and that it's a successful franchise and everything like that. And the truth is that was not what the division was. I have to think whatever their expectations were, maybe they were just wrong, right? Just fly out wrong. And no matter, even if they had had a great game before and there was no way that they were going to meet this. Uh, which if that's the case, then they need to go fire the people that run the numbers for them. <laughs> but if not, I think it's just continued proof of what we see over time, which is that I think it's the next game that suffers when you have a bad game or a game that does not hold up over time. And Sean, as much as we had fun with the original division by a month and a half, we had all ab- yeah. abandoned it. And, and, and I haven't played this division recently, but I still I like it. I like the game. It's fun. I want to. I, I even talked about John Rambo today. Yeah. And for those of you who've watched this on uh, on Twitch on our Monday night, you know who John Rambo is and how awesome <laughs> that character is. Uh, <sighs> see the 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 best selling title for Ubisoft, I think, is Far Cry Five of all time. But I don't even know what that number is. True. Like how much. I don't know how many they sold, so I I don't know. Um, ooh, I don't know how many they were definitely expecting, but I, I you know, I, I don't know how much um, Apex ties into this, Fortnite ties into this. Maybe Anthem got in the way a little bit. I mean, it did sell. It it, it was the best selling game for February, so there was a possibility there, but. Um, was it Square Enix for the Tomb Raider reboot? I think they wanted that game. They their their projection was for that game to sell like ten million copies, and they called it a failure because it sold four. So crazy. Yes, it is crazy. Yes. <laughs> Chris chimes in. Yes. <laughs> so trouble with your COD. According <laughs> to a report in Kotaku. Activision has informed developers at Sledgehammer Games and Raven that they will not be in charge of the Call of Duty game scheduled for 2020. Treyarch, who developed Black Ops 4 in 2018, will be taking over and leading development on a new Black Ops game for next year. It is rumored that much of this is due to tensions between Raven and Sledgehammer, and Raven, <gasps> and Raven is the team that does support work for all the yeah. all the studios. Uh, Treyarch will now be operating on a two-year development cycle for its games. The game is rumored to have a Cold War setting, and Treyarch will be utilizing work previously done on a single-player story mode for the campaign. Nice. I kind of think I want my uh, Richard <laughs> Satchel to be called Rev- Raven and Sledgehammer. <laughs> I'm still not over Chaos Bane. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's him, and then he's got old Raven and Sledgehammer down there. <laughs> oh, the Hang Satchel. On. I got you. Okay. Uh, the berries. I hear you. Oh. Um, yeah, this will be interesting. They've been on this cycle for yeah. This is it's actually, been a while. This is this is big news if you're into Call of Duty 
the fact that they're going to release another Black Ops game that fast is big news. Um, the fact that Treyarch is going to be basically taking over is big news. Um, that, but that all means, I think if you play Call of Duty, that's good. You generally like the things that Treyarch puts out. There's some they the, have, but they have less time to do it. Yeah. But what one when they pull out? Um, <laughs> silence. Cause we tried so, to pivot. We can't pivot. Not today. <laughs> not but, today. But, uh, but never fear, folks. I believe that the quote unquote rumored modern warfare is still headed to consoles in 2019. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. So, Sean, uh, never, never pull, pull out? out. Is that you? Yeah. Huh? Do it. Uh, the Epic Game Store had its mega epic sale, <laughs> but has run into some problems with two games being pulled off the two store. Games. Uh, the sale is offering some major discounts and offering uh, $10 off games, $14.99 or higher. That means they're like $4.99. That's amazing. Epic has disclosed that it is paying for portions of those discounts to game companies. Unfortunately, Vampire the Masquerade and Oxygen Not included are two titles that have been taken off. Wait, wait, let me say that again. Are two titles that have been taken off the store due to not wanting to participate in this sale. I want to say their Borderlands 3 halted their pre-sales during the sale, too. Um, like they a, said, I like a good pre-sale. They said, like, if you bought it, <laughs> if you bought it on PC during that sale beforehand, then fine, you know, they're going to honor it. But like, I want to say I saw that yesterday where they, they were suspending sales. So tell me about this. Um, with Steam, mm-hmm. you get games for pennies on the dollar. Mm-hmm. Why the reaction like this? Well, I mean, why they had to. Do it this? just seems that Wait, this is another what? chapter in the drama of the Epic's game store. Well, I mean, okay, there's a big. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, imagine this: like usually they highlight games, right, that have been out for a little bit, and they drop them drastically during those periods during a Steam sale. Kind of like the look what you read, should wait for Rage Two, and yeah, know. wait, read that sentence there. <laughs> yeah, they're saying any game that is fourteen ninety nine or higher. So if you're a fifteen dollar yeah. game, doesn't matter if you came out the day before the yeah. sale started; it's now five bucks. Yeah, no, but I mean, it did indicate, and I don't know to what extent yeah. that Epic was covering the cost that would technically be lost to a yeah. studio. I, I, I mean, don't know what percentage of that, but. Yeah, that's interesting uh, too. But I assume I Steam know. doesn't do that. No, they do not. Okay. Um, so From a business sense, it doesn't make sense to offer a sale. To <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're trying to build out your, if you're Hock trying, it up, baby, hock it up. If you're trying to build out, I'll, I think I'll pivot off of uh, what Sean I think was trying to say. Yeah. Uh, if you're trying to, you know, get people to come over to your platform, it does make sense for you to do this, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're you're saying we will take the the hit up front because we are going to have sales on things that are competitors because you know there's still a bunch of things that are on the Epic Game Store that are not on uh, or that are also still on Steam. So, you know, having that ability to do that for brand new things like Total War just came out here and I don't know if Total War uh 3 is on is on uh both Steam and mm-hmm. Epic, but if you think about it and you can buy that game for yeah. you know forty dollars instead of fifty dollars right now, where are you going to go buy it? Where are you, you know? going to go buy it? Yeah, and you know that's I can understand why it would tick off some people, but I don't know. Uh, I don't know either. Yeah, I do I know. know this. That's not what I was going to say. 
Uh, did that lung butter come up oh okay? Oh, my God. That Woo. came out of nowhere, bro. Man. You know what also came I out? I mean, like, literally just breathing and that happened. Mm. You know what also I love came? allergies. What also came out of nowhere? Let's just not let him do this, okay? You're Fine. supposed to just say, yeah. Yeah, just do it. Let it be. Can know. I do it? No. Okay. Fine, then, this week. Penny. P- Penny. Again. <laughs> Finally, this week. I can't even oh. do it. I'm out of the mood. Oh. I'm out. Oh. I, I cannot smell that and be in the mood, Chris. Orgasm. <laughs> so, God. Riot Walkout Update. Mm. So, Riot Games has announced that it will not be eliminating the arbitration clause for current employees that moved some 200 to 250 employees to stage a walkout. In a blog post, Riot Games announced that, quote, given the complexities of ongoing litigation, we will not change our employee agreements while in active litigation. We know not everyone agrees with this decision, but we also know everyone does not, sorry, but we also know everyone does want Riot to continue to improve. We remain committed to having a firm answer around extending an opt-out to all rioters, which is funny <laughs> because rioters refers to the um, name of the employees team of the members. company, team members, when active litigation concludes. <clears throat> In response to this, the organizers released their statement, <clears throat> quote, we're disappointed leadership doesn't seem to be considering any major changes to their active policy. Our main goal is to make sure that workers at Riot feel heard and represented, and above all, safe. Yeah. End quote. Change. Cool. <laughs> Just an update, because yeah. we talked about it. You so. weren't here last week, though. Yeah. It was two weeks ago. No, yeah, that, that was something else oh, last week. That's I know right. when I'm here. I can't even remember what it was I don't know why now. I'm using this voice. <laughs> Out of nowhere, right? Out of nowhere. <laughs> I think that's us. You should only guess, do the podcast. Uh, right. Walkout update. <laughs> I guess it'll be interesting to see what comes next. And that's what she said. Right? <laughs> you guys, uh, you guys, you guys want to wrap, yeah. wrap, wrap this up? Never. Yeah. Yeah. John's completely caught off guard right now. Don't don't go hard in the mic, John. Yeah, don't do it, John. Only got one email this week, but it's, it's a long a, one. It's a good one. It's a doozy from an old friend. Uh, if you want to write your thoughts and opinions, you can do thoughts so. Prayers. <laughs> you can do so by writing us at weeklygameschat at gmail.com. That's weeklygameschat at gmail.com, just like longtime writer ever did. He says, hey, guys. What's up, Ever? It's your all, y'all's boy, Ever, back. Sorry for the long letter, but it's been, I haven't written in a few weeks, so I got a bit to say. And I've got to, ooh, that was too much of a zoom. <laughs> um, Okay, there we go. Yeah. Uh, just wanted to write in and celebrate the return of weekly sports <laughs> chat, basketball edition. John, take more sick days off so we can talk more sports. That's funny. That is funny. Don't you, remor- you don't let us talk about sports when you're here. That yeah. is not true. You're always Categorically. Like, you're always like, we just fill a podcast about video games. <laughs> don't remotely care for Pokemon, but I decided to watch Detective Pikachu mostly because of Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Who wouldn't? He's dreamy. Uh, enjoyed the movie, that, although it did feel a little bit like a kid's movie for the most part. 
was expecting a more PG-13 kind of movie, but I guess Pokemon knows their audience better than me, so I can see why it was more PG. But I still enjoyed the movie, even though I didn't know 99% of the Pokemon names that appeared on screen. And if they ever eh, decide to make another <laughs> one in this style, they'd have my money. Decided to write in mostly because of Days Gone. I was playing the game and really enjoying it. It's definitely top 10, maybe top 5 for the first 25-ish hours in. Then the next 10 hours, I started noticing occasional frame rate issues. Not a big deal. Longer loading issues at the start of the game and just little stuff like, uh, like that as I was nearing the end of the game. Still top game for me. Then it happened <laughs> towards the end of the game. Whenever I tried to manually save, the game would force my PS4 Pro to do a hard crash and it would corrupt my current save file. Oh, dear Jesus. The autosave feature still works, so that saved me hours upon hours of work, but it was still a tough issue to deal with because I never had a game do this to me. If that would have been it, it I could have rushed through the game and finished it, but that was only one, uh, only the one of a one-two punch this game dealt me. Right after it corrupted my save files, my next story mission, I had to defeat a horde at the sawmill. I know which one you're talking about. I fast traveled there and gave, and the game gave me the red horde counter at the top of the screen. There's a red bar at the top of the screen that symbolizes how many freakers or zombies are, le- are in the horde. And each one you kill, the b- red bar gets smaller and smaller. It was nighttime, so I decided to sleep at a nearby bed to advance the game today. Smart move. Right. I did that, went to the sawmill, and start the encounter, but there were no zombies anywhere. I ran around the entire area, shooting my gun, creating as much noise as I could, (laughs) but no matter what I did, the zombies never spawned. I slept again to advance the time tonight and tried again, but nope, no zombies. Slept again and advanced to the next day, but again, no zombies. After 35 plus hours and days gone, I got to a point where I couldn't advance the story anymore and I couldn't manually save the game because of corruption errors. I have not had a game drop so hard from a top 10 to most disappointing game of the year like this game. I quit the game, uninstalled it, and traded it for Rage 2. <laughs> I guess my question after all this rambling is, have y'all ever had anything like this happen to you in a game before? I never had this happen before. I've had issues and problems with games, but never corrupting save files in glitch storied missions. Maybe during Black Friday, if the game is cheap enough, I can try playing it again to see if they've patched it enough for me to finish the game. But as right now, I'm just done with Days Gone. Thanks for the laughs and game on. Game on ever. Game on ever. Thanks for the email. Um, the, the only, re- the only time I've really had a game destroy, like my attempt to try to play it, uh, where I literally had to trade in PlayStations was on the most recent Call of Duty, which is crazy. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Um, but other than that, I've never, you, know, you guys are not making me want to progress in this game. <laughs> like, yeah, it gets, seriously. it gets less stable as you go further. Why? Hmm. I don't know. That's crazy. I don't know. My uh, my wife, your, your wife, had a game breaking crash on Diablo three. Mm. Oh, that was um, because of Chris. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think the I think the corruption was called Chris. <laughs> um, it. I mean, I've I've had games um, break on me. Um, ironically, they were both Nintendo games. Oh, one of them was is Twi- a terrible. Company. One of them was Twilight Princess. There's a certain terrible room, game. There's a certain room you go into. Um, if you do it in a certain sequence and you can never leave the room. And I think something similar to that with Metroid other M. 
mm. it corrupted, and I had to ship. Uh, I had to ship the save file into Nintendo to fix it. That was just a story. Um, the <laughs> yeah, most noble the the most noble <laughs> I ever had was um, the original Assassin's Creed, right? Because no, remember, it was like the way it went. It had chapters, remember? Yeah. And I got to chapter eight, which was like the next to the last chapter mm-hmm. of the game, mm-hmm. and I would start to run to go face this big main villain. And every time I would do it, I get to a bridge and I, I would just fall through the world. No kidding. And like it took, it took me like thirty five attempts before finally I got through. Three sixty. Uh yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think if like I think Mikey heard me while I was playing that, and he just heard me screaming at my TV. I was like, "Why? How? Did, why would you make a game do this?" <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's, it, it's never fun when you get those kinds of things. Um, and just kind of bummer too. I'm, yeah. I feel I'm, bad for him. Did I'm you sorry. finish this game? I have not. I have not. I put it down and I said, I'm did taking you, did a break. You it in for rage. Remember I get all my games. Digitally. I know that was a joke. Chris, Jesus. You didn't know that. <laughs> uh, Sean, Ooh, people yeah. hit us up on Twitter. What are they from right? From time to time. The best one this week is from Joseph, L- uh, Joseph Ellison underscore. Because the underscores at the end of Joseph L's. Uh, at Weekly Games Chat, gaming while using a self-driving car? Good idea, bad idea, LOL. So that was a retweet he did or a mention. Um, you know, Tesla, the car, has yeah. a gigantic screen in it. Yeah, it does. Um, so pretty. And there's a video of uh, a guy or gal, and it uh, basically says, when I was in elementary school, I spent all my quarters playing Asteroids. Now, thanks to at Tesla... And at Elon Musk, I can enjoy it. I can enjoy it again every time I pick up my kids from school or work. And yeah, it looks like they have a Microsoft Xbox controller, and they're playing Asteroids nice. on their Tesla screen. It's pretty amazing. Uh, which I replied, um, "What did I say?" I, I said hope the car was in park. No, I didn't say that, Chris. That would have been not funny. I said something. I basically said we know a guy. We might need to see how that works because we have a friend. In real life, old I, Game Boy I, IRL uh, that has a Tesla, and we can see how that works. Um, but the, it was real funny because uh, at the person that um, the tweet came from, I actually said you can't play the games unless the car is parked. Kind of like you can't add some phones like Bluetooth to yeah. cars until they're parked, which is funny. Um, and then Joseph replied to that person and to us uh, and said, "Maybe we'll see some Tesla exclusives revealed at the next E3." Which is, <laughs> Pretty funny. Galga is coming. Uh, I don't think we have any new followers, which is fine. We have a ton of you guys, uh, but we still like to see new folks around. And if you want to continue the interaction, um, kick your brother off the couch yeah. and make him go follow us. Chris is about to tell you all the ways to reach us again in case you forgot or in case you're new to this show. Uh, but thank you, guys. That's all I got this week. Okay. Uh, if you like the show, follow us on Twitter, Facebook. Write us at weeklygameschat at gmail.com. This has been episode 205 of Weekly Games Chat. Make sure you subscribe to whatever podcast service you got this episode from, and you will get a new one every Wednesday, including Memorial Day week. We we debated it hard, but it's happening. Did we confirm it? Did, did he just confirm it for us, John? Uh, John was all like, and we were like, okay. Uh, don't forget to follow us on uh, Twitch every Monday night. Chris, yes. at least Chris usually gets on and plays a game. Yeah. Um, and and I might actually stream Thursday during the day. Well, since you I'm can, off. you can. I might do you that can do for folks you want. because you know I get uh, 
one of our British dudes is, I think it's Ditch is just like, one of our can, British dudes. Uh, he's like, Hey, could you all do a stream? That's not like when, you know, it's 1 AM where I live. <laughs> sure. Sure, bro. We got I told you. him, I said, if I could, I would. Um, if I, could I might be able, I might be able to. Share. John knows that one. Uh, but yeah. And also um, don't forget discord, Chris. Yeah. Follow us on discord. I believe there's a link pinned to the top of our uh, Twitter page. If not, you can just open the Discord app, search Weekly Game Chat. You can, you don't have to have any special permissions, I believe, to join. Uh, the only thing you might have to wait for is for one of us to realize you joined, and then we will designate you as a Richard. Yeah, uh, that's just what like we call you. Yeah, you're all our Richards. Little Richards, no? Yeah. No, nah, yeah. just Richard. I just do Richards for the title. Look good. Because yeah. they're Richards. Are we, are we big Richards? We're we're How about mediocre. We're OG. We're OG Richards. <laughs> Wait, what are we talking about? Exactly. Um, um, I'm sorry, I was gone last week. It's okay. You couldn't help it. I'm glad I you're was, feeling better. I'm, I, I want totally you to know. Fine. I want you to know. I've enjoyed both of you um, immeasurably today. Thank you, you. Are you quitting the show, dude? Like, yeah, this is it. It's <laughs> <laughs> like I quit the show and I made them do an R episode next week. Hey, um, did did you hear us tell you that we hoped you feel felt better? We said it. You did? I did. I listened to that episode. Nice. Did you feel a little bit better afterwards? You only well, listened to it to we see were... how much we bring you up in it. Uh, <laughs> it's no, true. No, actually, um, it, there is a bit of a vanity there. I'm, I, I remember saying um, a, the week prior some what could be interpreted as some inflammatory things. So you're checking out. So the... I was seeing if I got any hate mail. <laughs> so honestly. You know, so. I would have told you. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess do. you would have. Yeah, I, I guess you would have. I was like, John, sit down. You did it again. Yeah. <laughs> I did I, I did bring you up on a Discord post though. Yeah, you did. For uh scoring. It was fun. We we don't want to talk about that here. I saw yeah, a, yeah. I saw a Discord post Congrats without any context. <laughs> uh-huh. Um it said leave uh-huh. it said leave the politics to John. Oh Jesus. And I don't John. know what that was. That's I, what I didn't want to bring up here, John. Uh, that's well, not a big deal. Then then see me before the hey, show. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, could, I, yeah, I didn't know what that was. Regardless, uh, I do want to say, if you have suggestions for the Discord uh, or just anything with, to do with us, drop them in there. We do check that out. Uh, you know, might not be right away, but like we had a big one come up this week and we gave our honest thoughts and opinions, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. And you can, uh, you can go check out that post if you want to see what it is. But you know, I think it's just proof. Like, look, you know, we, we try to be as much of an open book as we can. Can uh, but if any of you show up at our houses? Can, can you guys, <laughs> we can, live in Georgia. Can, can one of you show me, uh, teach me how to use, uh, to Dougie. Discord? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. First thing, I don't think I really We'll build you a PC and then we'll go from there. See, John, it's just a platform to communicate with each other. Yeah, really. but when I see something that pops up on my phone, mm-hmm. I never know how to trace it back to where it was. You, so you, I can you, you push you push shut it? up let's wrap it up <laughs> you just you summon your thoughts and prayers and it directions thoughts and prayers uh, until next time guys I will say happy Memorial Day thank you for anyone that you know uh, that gave the ultimate sacrifice for this country um, yeah remember that as important. you enjoy your three day weekend exactly that's what I always think of this weekend uh, and hey, hey we're only like a couple weeks away from E three. That's true. That's a big thing, huh? It's coming. It used to be. 
Nah. Now it's just Xbox 3. Now it's like, okay, what are we going to say that Xbox is going to do yeah. in 3 And funny. check yes, out. That's funny. That's funny. That is funny. That's funny. Yeah, I had awesome. a good time with that. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Mentally enjoyed it. Uh, until next time, I will simply say game on John. Game on Chris. Game on John. Game on Chrissy Poop. Game on Johnny Wani. Game on Johnny Bear. Mm. Your mom's box. Peace out, everybody. Thug life.